Welcome to this episode of More Than You Ask For podcast, milestone episode. This will be number 50 on the Morgan You Ask For podcast. Again, I just want to thank everybody. Um, I know I did this yesterday on our NFL one, but thank everybody for listening and subscribing. Um, I know uh, on behalf of Zach here for myself, uh, we thank you for listening to this one in particular, our weekly high, uh, high school football show. Um, this week, we preview week seven, final regular season week. Uh, in Iowa high school football, looking forward to next week, first round of the playoffs. And again, everybody will be playing. Uh, but this uh, final week, there's some uh, last chance for some teams to get a win. Um, just, uh, you know, keeping your top seed alive or, you know, your district championship alive to get that first round by in the lower levels. I want to welcome in Zach here, and we're just going to start right away. Our our uh, two schools are going at each other. I will be on the call tomorrow night. Um, Sigourney Kyoto travels down to Cardinal, um, undefeated, ranked top five. Uh, Sigourney Kyoto Cobras. Uh, I think uh, again, my head chooses Sigourney Kyoto. My heart would like to pick Cardinal, but I think Sigourney Kyoto is by far and away the best one A team in the area. Yeah, I, I, I see it hard for Cardinal to even keep it close, you know. I mean, I think a lot would have to go right. Sigourney's kind of clicking on all cylinders right now. You know, they did have a big win last week over Meepo, so you always worry about that letdown game. But I think it's they're looking at this as a business trip, get in there and get it over with as fast as possible and get ready for the playoffs. So I'm going to take Sigourney uh, in this one. Yeah, and, th- and that's, you know, if I'm a Cardinal coach or Cardinal player, you know, don't let what happened at Meepo happen, you know, the four turnovers and just, you know, try to play the game and make it as long a game as you can and, and try not to let that blowout happen. Yeah. I think it, I think some turnovers the other way could keep Cardinal in it as well. So hopefully, you know, for Sigourney Kyoto's sake, they, they hold on to the ball and um, their defense has been solid all year. So um, I think as long as they can take care of the football uh, and, and execute on defense, uh, they should come away with a victory. All right, now let's uh, go to um, Atumwa against Ames, a battle of winless teams. So somebody's going to get their first one of the year. I think this will be a close game, but I am gonna I am gonna choose the Little Cyclones over the Bulldogs in a close one. Yeah, this is. I figured when I hopped on BC Moore, you know Ames would be favored by twenty or something in this. They, I mean. Ames must really be down in football for this to even be this close of a game. Um, I just, I, I just have a hard time picking a tumble. I'm kind of just looking at some scores, but like you said, I'm going to go with Ames as well. Um, but you know, I'd like to see a tumble get the win. I wouldn't, it wouldn't hurt my feelings at all if I lost this one, but I'll, I will take Ames. Yeah, absolutely. Same thing. You know, obviously I know a lot of those players still, and you know, the coaching staff, you always want to win, but, you know, unfortunately this year it just may not be in the books for them. Oskaloosa, moving on here. Oskaloosa 1-5 and five, uh, versus Newton 0-6. I think this is uh, – Oski can get their second win. You know, obviously they beat uh, Tumwa earlier in the year. I think this will be win number two for the Indians. Yeah, I think uh, Oski's the better team here as well. It's just you worry about have those kids kind of – 
um, you know, hung it up for the year or not. Hopefully coach Jenkins keeping them motivated and, uh, you know, they can get one more win and then hopefully you, you, you know, you draw someone similar in the playoffs and get another one. So I'll take Oski in this one too. And, uh, I think he'll have them ready and try to, you know, motivate him to get ready for the playoffs. I agree. And now, uh, you know, probably the best three, a team in Southeast Iowa, Washington at Keokuk. Um, again, Keokuk's three and two with a winning record, you know, We've kind of talked, we'll talk about him next week, but Keokuk and Fort Madison, a little better record this year than in years past, but uh, the Demons roll in this one. And again, I read some things again this week where uh, Washington's quarterback uh, is getting kind of some national recognition and everything. And that's just good for Southeast Iowa, the town of Washington. And obviously for him, you know, overcoming, um, you know, his disabilities and stuff. And I, I bet he wouldn't even call it that. His just, you know, his mindset and everything is just the way you want it to be. Yeah, they're getting a lot of, you know, positive press all over social media and everything. It sounds like he's a great kid and um, just a, a solid athlete, regardless, you know, if he has one arm or two arms, he's one of the best quarterbacks in the state of Iowa right now. And uh, I see this game a lot like the Sigourney Kyoto game. Washington's going to go in there and uh, and try to put it away, put it away as quickly as possible and, and – uh, you know, get a lot of rest and get ready for the playoffs because they have an excellent team and um, they could make a make a long run. And 3A, like we talked last week, is is very difficult in this area. So they're going to have to be, you know, as healthy as possible. Yeah, absolutely. You know, they're going to, you know, just I would assume maybe the first two rounds will be okay. But then that, you know, that third round, um, it they're going to probably have to play someone pretty good. And so, yeah, they're going to want to uh, – Get as healthy as you can until then. All right, and then staying in the Southeast Conference, there one and five, uh, Fort Matt or uh, Fairfield versus uh, five and one. Surprising record there, Fort Madison. I'm going to choose Fort Madison here, um, and I, I would guess you know this one's probably a little bit less, but I bet Fairfield has beat Fort Madison uh, way more times than not in football. Yeah, I mean, I would say they beat them, you know, in the last thirty years, probably eighty percent of the time, but. Um, I think Fort Madison crushes them here. I think Fort Madison's better than we all thought. Um, they're having an excellent season, and Fairfield, I think, is really down. And so I see Fort Madison, you know, they're clicking on all cylinders for them, and uh, I see them uh, pulling this one out easily. Yeah, you know, it's just got to be exciting for a team like that. You know, obviously they're always getting in the playoffs, but they're going to, you know, kind of the same look. They're trying to keep a higher seed to try to go as far as they can in those playoffs for them. Exactly. Um, and now we just stay down there. Uh, Mount Pleasant, two and three uh, versus Burlington, one and four. Mount Pleasant uh, takes it to them here in this one. Yeah, I'm not sure how good Mount Pleasant is. Um, you know, they did play Washington about as competitive as anybody. But again, that's a huge rivalry. Um, but Burlington, again, they're they're way down and uh, Mount Pleasant's going to have too many athletes and, and they should win this one comfortably. All right, and now uh, two, a battle of uh, two area teams: uh, Eddieville, Blakesburg, Fremont, two and three at Davis County, three and two. I'm going to take uh, Davis County, but I think this will be a really good football game. Yeah, we're agreeing on everything right now. I think Davis County gets it by a couple touchdowns, to be honest with you. But uh, hopefully, for the Rockets, they can keep it close and you know uh, make it a, a game down the stretch. And now we're going to go. Uh, to the game that I had the hardest time picking 
Um, Pella four and two at Nevada five and one, and I'm going to take the Dutch. Um, really, just uh, I think you know Pella's four and two records deceiving. They played two of the top five teams in the state to start the season. Um, Nevada's five and one, and you know they just got beat last week by Carlisle for the first time. They're really high and everything, and they're doing right now getting better. But just traditionally, Nevada's not a real strong football program. And I'm going to take the Dutch and, and to win this one. Yeah, this was a tough game. I mean, just looking at it, um, I thought when we first saw it, I thought Pella was the team to pick here. And then I started digging into it a little more. And yeah, Nevada's, I think it's only like a three-point spread or something. But like you said, Pella's, you know, their two losses are to very good teams. And I think their common opponents, Carlisle, which I believe – Obviously, Pella beat, and they lost to. Um, the game's in Nevada, though, isn't it? Yes, it is. So, I mean, I would assume this is one of their bigger games in years when you have, you know, a powerhouse program coming. So, it wouldn't shock me if Nevada won, but I'm going to take Pella as well. I think they're they're geared up and ready, and uh, I think they need this game to, for, for seeding purposes as well for the state to look at and say, you know, they're one of the best teams in this area. Yeah, they want to stay away from Washington and as far as long as they can in Grinnell and Correct. you know Assumption. So they're just you know they're gonna you know just historically they they always seem to get away from them as long as they can. But you know they need this win for that. Yep. All right, and we'll stay in Pella here. Pella Christian three and three versus Colfax Mingo zero and six. Uh, this one it will be uh, PC in a route. Yeah, this one will be over fast and ugly and. You know, Pella Christian, again, they're going to have this thing over with probably in the first eight or nine minutes and uh, coast to victory. And here, you know, this one might have been the next hardest, Albia two and four versus Sadell three and three. You know, not, you know, real familiar with Sadell, but I know they struggle in athletics outside of baseball. And I would actually like to go back and look to see the last time Sadell's won three football games in a season. Uh, but I'm going to take Albia just kind of looking at common opponents and everything, say that was beat, you know, Sheraton, uh, Clark, you know, and Perry, three of the uh, worst teams in the entire state. Um, so that's really good scheduling by Sadell, but I'm going to take Albia here. Yeah, I I believe BC Moore has Sadell favored in this, and I'm not sure how that that's correct. But, yeah, you look at, like, the yeah, Sheraton I, score, I think it was 14-7 or something. Um I right. just don't see how you could favor Sadell in this if I was arguing with Vegas, but um, I'm going to take Albia as well. I don't think Albia is great, but I think they're better than Sadell just comparing Sadell's wins. Um, but yeah, good for Sadell. And if they can win this, you know, that locks up a winning record in regular season, which probably hasn't happened in quite some time as well. But I'll take the Blue Demons. Yep. And then, uh, Centerville three and three at zero and six Sheraton Centerville. Yeah, Sheraton's here. struggling this year. They're going to struggle for a few years. Um, Centerville, I think, is one of those teams that beats up on the bad teams and gets beats and then gets beat on by the really good teams. So I'll take Centerville in a big one. Yeah, I think uh, Cardinal just actually picked up Sheraton uh, in basketball. Uh, so that will kind of be an interesting, you know, Cardinal going up. Uh, yeah, that's a good pickup for Cardinal. I mean, I think that's a winnable game for them. Yeah, and then, you know, obviously just, you know, up a class probably yep. at least one, I would think. So, 
All right. And then, uh, you know, again, two area teams here, peaking two and three at Van Buren, one and four. You know, going into this week, I would have said this might have been a good football game, but after watching last week, uh, peaking. Yeah, I don't think – I think Van Buren is probably still the worst team in the district. And, you know, peaking is down for peaking, that's for sure. It's one of their worst teams ever. But um, their tradition and they still have enough athletes that they can, you know, beat up on the bad teams and probably the average ones. Uh, like we've talked about multiple times, that that Cardinal peaking game would have been a good one to see. But – um, I will take uh, peeking in this one. And then round out our last game of the regular season, uh, North Mahaska two and four at Linville Sully one and three. I assume this is probably a really big rivalry game. I'm going to take North Mahaska here. Um, I just, you know, I, I think the Warhawks with a win last week, I'm just kind of looking at their common opponents and, and stuff. I just think North Mahaska, might be a little bit better. See, here. for me, this was the hardest one to pick by far. I, you know, like it's just hard to pick North Mahaska in football, but they are um, definitely improving. Um, you know, common opponents. <laughs> it's tough. I don't, I don't know. I mean, you look at the BCLUW game, Linville gets shut out. That's why I have to lean toward North Mahaska. I know I'm basing a lot of that on one group one game, but North Mahaska beat them, put 30 on them, and Linville couldn't score on them. So I'm going to go with North Mahaska as well. All right, so no differences this now, week this for was, us. This was the one I could I thought we might disagree on, and, uh, yeah, I just can't do it. There's still a lot of games left, and um, I'll try to catch you another week. Yeah, so, you, you know, like – uh, just kind of reviewing last week, we both went 11 and four um, with, you know, a little, we had some different picks last week, but we both ended up 11 and four. And then overall I'm 50 and 15. And then Zach, you're one game behind 49 and 16. And again, I want to thank uh, Lee Crawford and Zach Bowling for participating in last week's picks. And we went over those last Monday I encourage them to join again and anybody else, uh, to get a hold of me on uh, email is probably the best way, or on Twitter. Um, Twitter, there's two different ways: Ryan Morgan 34, or Morgan you ask for uh, on Twitter, or the best way email is Morgan you ask for podcast at gmail.com. So either way, there get a hold of us, and we'll talk about uh, those results on Monday in our recap show. You know, next week will be interesting. You know, whether the state, you know, keeps all the teams together and just kind of goes district, you know, try to figure out a district winner or if they go sister districts and goes out of the way. But we will know Saturday afternoon around noon is what I've heard. And nothing came out anymore this week that I know of that gives anybody any more information than that. No, but the one information I did see, I don't know if you saw it, was they're going to allow teams to continue to play, even if they've been eliminated from the playoffs. So did you see that? Um, Yes. And and I think that was a little bit leaning towards, you know, some of those, uh, you know, like the Des Moines schools will get to play for like 10 days. They're going to try to get maybe two games in in, and 10 days there at the end. And so I don't know if it's – I'm just kind of looking around, you know, a team like Pekin or a team like Cardinal or a Tumwa that did lose games because of this. 
when they get eliminated or, you know, you know, we talked about that peak and Cardinal game, you know, say they don't play each other and they both lose. Do you try to make that game up and, you know, split the gate and try to get a little money there uh, to recruit for the athletic department rivalry game and, you know, just play for fun. I mean, I don't know. That's something that maybe, you know, those coaches never. Yeah. I mean, I, it's, it's obviously a 2020 is a weird year. It's tough to, to think once you've been eliminated that you would play, but this would definitely be the year. And, you know, with budgets the way they are and schools losing out with, you know, Des Moines situation, the derechos cost, you know, teams in the Cedar Rapids area to lose out on games. Um, COVID, obviously, I could see some teams that, you know, are knocked out, obviously, no one that's still alive, but knocked out trying to find an opponent or two and maybe trying to make some money. I mean, I don't know that you could play on Friday nights just because of officials, but it might be something where they're playing a Thursday night, maybe one or two more games, just trying to make a little extra money to help out because football is usually the moneymaker for most schools. Yeah, you know, Davis County would be another team that, that lost one. They were able to get the one last week back, but I think they did lose one. You know, like you said, the Cedar Rapids school, I know, you know, like the Cedar Rapids Jefferson, a tumble might be a good game, you know, for, for them just to play and, you know. Um, yeah, I don't know, but just it'll be interesting to see how many teams do participate that in that. I do know I think some of those Des Moines schools are trying to gonna play each other. Uh, they're, you know, I think they gave them all yeah. the way up until the finals to play. So you don't have to play right away. I think it's it, it's just interesting, and like you said, 2020 is a weird year, and you know you just never know. And teams that still want to play and give yourself a chance. Yep. I mean, it'll obviously know. this is the end of the regular season and things will start to get really exciting after this. Yeah. So Monday, you know, we'll probably have a little bit longer, uh, you know, podcast on Monday. Cause you know, we'll talk about our teams, but then, you know, we may just try to see, you know, talk a little bit more about the best teams in the state um, and kind of where they get got sent. Obviously most of them are going to get a buy and everything but just kind of where the state came up to with uh, their uh, seating and everything else like that. So we'll talk to you on Monday, Zach. And, Sounds uh, good. Thank we'll, you. Uh, see you then. Thank you for listening to Morgan You Asked For podcast. If you like what you hear, click the like button or hit subscribe if you want to hear more episodes from Morgan You Asked For podcast. Also, if you would like to comment or with any show ideas, or anything, please contact me at morganyasforpodcast at gmail.com or on Twitter at ryanmorgan34.